Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Bilingual island music and jazz on a bike. We got it all here at Music Friday Live. Today I talk with Locos Puyuana and why they are crazy and how they make such happy music. And then Joanna Walfish pedals in with her ukulele and her tales of a thousand mile musical bike ride. This is going to be fun. Don't go away. You're going to enjoy every minute of this. Los Angeles, California. It's Music Friday Live, brought to you by MySanFelipeVacation.com. For a weekend or a week on the Sea of Cortez, that's where you want to go, MySanFelipeVacation.com. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. We are about to talk with Joanna, and she's here to talk with you. You can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email your questions and your comments to Live at gmail.com. Also, I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. And to those of you who are listening to us on Stitcher or on iTunes, hi there. If you're listening live and you have questions, don't forget you can call in or you can uh, email in musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on a podcast, you can email in anyway and we'll forward your emails to our guests. Well, Joanna Walfish never does things halfway. Born in London to classical musical parents, but she saw jazz as her calling, so she got a master's degree in jazz performance from London's Guildhall School of Music and Drama, which I have visited and I know is one of the best in the world. Then she moved to, to the toughest jazz town in the world, New York City, and independently released her debut solo album, Wild Swan, in 2011. Over the past five years, Joanna has toured or worked with renowned jazz artists like Wynton Marsalis. When it came to promoting her new albums, Gardens in My Mind, she decided that halfway measures would not do. So an avid cyclist, she set out on a 10-city, 1,000-mile-long bike tour with her ukulele, her loop pedals, and some new songs. As a long-distance cyclist myself, I am really, really happy to introduce Joanna Walfish to Music Friday Live. Hi, Joanna. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, Joanna, we have this wonderful album to talk about, and we have your bike trip to talk about, The Great Song Cycle. So what I would like to do is to give my audience a sample of your music so you know what all the excitement's about, and then we can make our own tour kind of going back and forth from songs to the road. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Thank you. Okay. Well, the place to start, of course, is with the title song of your album, Gardens in My Mind. There's a brick wall outside my window and it's glowing as the sun shines gold. I use my imagination to see the people holding hands below. Crane my neck to see the sky. Is it blue or gray? I could not testify. So I close my eyes. 
and I smile at the gardens in my mind. And if I could not see, I would use my nose to smell this reverie. We travel underground to get from A to B. You know that 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 is such a, a a happy sounding song, despite the description of the of the underground. Um, I love the refrain in that song. So I close my eyes and I smile at the gardens in my mind. And if I could not see, I would use my nose to smell this reverie. That's just really great poetry. Thank you. Well. <laughs> particularly from somebody who rides the uh, the the underground all the time and and later on in that song you give you advise people to open all the windows and remove the bricks now did that song initiate your desire to take this album on the road on your bike yes and no i guess i guess uh comes in in certain order um i mean that song was inspired by my my and um, my view out of my window was a brick wall um, and I just was sitting there at my desk staring at this brick wall and I picked and just started singing there's a brick wall outside my window and um, and so this song happened but I think uh, Joanna you are cutting in and you're cutting in and out how many bars do you have uh, on your cell phone there I have, let me see. Let me just see if I can get a better reception. Um, is this okay here? So far? Okay. So you're talking about the, the brick wall that's out your window in, in New York City, which is not unusual for apartments in New York City. And, uh, no, and, uh, exactly. Um, but my my desire to always be outside is very strong. And I, I just felt like going on, a, on an album release tour on my bicycle was the perfect way to combine my my need to be in the element. Okay. Um, you have you have ridden from Portland, Oregon, or you will be when you finish this, uh, from Portland, Oregon to Los Angeles, a little over a thousand miles. Um, is there a place along that tour that listening to Gardens in My Mind brings to your mind? I'll tell you what, jo Joanna, we're having troubles hearing you. I'm going to play um, uh, another one of your songs while you kind of move around and try to try to find some more uh, some more bars. Uh, I'm going to play. Uh, this is how you make me feel.
Well, Joanna seems to have found the ideal location. Of course, she's using a cell phone because she, she's on a bike. Um, I was going to say that that that's another song <clears throat> on the album that is kind of hypnotic and addictive and appropriately called uh, This Is How You Make Me Feel. Um, I understand, I think, I understand all the lines in that that song, except for one that says, mm -hmm. you make me want wash to wash my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yep. three times a day. Now, you know, is that a girl I, thing or am I just missing something? I think, uh, well, I mean, I could get personal on this, but um, basically, so I'm I'm a water baby. And there was one summer in New York before I lived there and it was so hot. And I would, um, I would have to have three or four showers every day. Um, and, but also this particular summer, there was, you know, a little summer romance happening because it was summertime in New York City and and it just it just reminded me because this first particular person was like you wash your hair all the time <laughs> and when I was writing this song it, I, rem I remembered this this really great summer and like yeah the fact that I would wash my hair three or four times a day um and yeah why not stick that in in this song of of love and joy so Okay. All right. Well, that, that explains that and as, as well as yeah. the fact that why you have such, such, such beautiful hair. Um, <laughs> now, as you, uh, as you pedal down the coast, uh, how often did you get, get to stop and wash your hair or wash anything for that matter? Did you camp or you go to motels or Airbnbs you or know, enjoy the kindness of strangers? I have had the most luxurious tour ever. Um, um, I have been, well, I've been put up by a few friends along the way. I've camped three or four times now. Um, and also there's a great forum called warmshowers.com, which is like couch surfing for bikers. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been able to launder my clothes like three or four times a week and wash my hair as many times as I want. So, um, yeah, it's been amazing, actually. Uh, very clean cyclist here. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, and how are the hills? You know, there's some pretty ferocious hills between there and here. Oh, yeah. And you were carrying what, 30 or 40 pounds in your panniers, weren't you? I've been carrying uh, more, yeah, more than that. Um, as, as my friend Jared Engel, who rode the first week with me, a bass player, he was, he was like, Joe, I've made up a rap. It goes like this. I've got gears on my bike and ca I can climb a hill. Um, because the fact is, yeah, there are hills everywhere and what goes up must go down and what goes down goes right back up again um so you just you just uh you just climb them i mean you have no choice what are you going to do <laughs> go home <laughs> well we're, we're, so, we're getting emails here and i've got an email here from uh ronaldo in san luis obispo which is i guess where you are right now and he wants right. to know if you've got triples and for our our non-biking uh, audience members triples mean you've got three sets of gears in in the rear of your uh oh, your, yeah. your bike on your derailleur do you have triples yeah i have triples i wish i had quadruples but i got triples. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we're talking with uh, Joanna Walfish about her new album, Gardens in My Mind, and her 10-city, 1,000-mile bike ride album release tour. And you can talk with her. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, as some of you already are. We're going to play a, a little bit more of your music here because this is such great music. This is, um, this is a song about another trip, one not so happy, but definitely inspiring to listen to. This is the Moons of Jupiter. Mm -hmm. 
First you said my name, the stars came out, the moons of Jupiter spun around. But nothing's been the same since the fire went out. This galaxy of embers don't make a sound. When we looked through that telescope, we could see the future. There's there's a line in that song that um, I've never heard before in a breakup song, and it's such a beautiful piece of poetry. Now a broken suture, we walk the line. Um, it really mm. nails the situation. Did, did a real breakup inspire that line? Oh, but of course. Um, <laughs> although we hadn't we hadn't actually broken up yet, but it was the the uh, yeah um, it was actually I, I wrote that a few months before this breakup actually happened and, and I kind of thought oh dear did I did I write myself a breakup like you know because I was sort of using my imagination but then also almost manifesting I don't know it was inevitable but there's there's definitely a sense as a songwriter I mean for me I'm I'm a creator um and sometimes I think did I make that happen because I wrote it uh, well, who knows? You know, um, uh, songwriters uh, frequently for songwriters frequently mine their own lies for their lyrics, and who knows? Maybe in your case, you mine your future. Um, yeah, yeah. Was there an, uh, any element of escape in this bike trip? I mean, beyond the description of gardens of the, of the and the brick wall out your window, was there an emotional escape going on in this bike trip? No, you know, I think. Um, this bike trip has been an entirely positive. Okay. Okay. Um, um, we're I, getting a lot of emails from from, from okay. cyclists, or or okay. would be cyclists, and, and uh, well, here's one from Mac in LA, and Mac wants to know how long did you train for this, and what was your training regime? Well, um, I trained about three days um, worth. Uh, to be honest, the, the run-up to the, the trip was so short. I came up with this idea in June and spent a couple of weeks going crazy on emails, um, trying to book all these shows and plan the trip and everything. But I was also um, busy preparing for my album release show in, in New York and a bunch of other concerts um, as well. So I didn't actually have very much time at all or headspace to really get into the training. And so mostly I just, I kept fit. I mean, I've been fit for years. I swim every day almost and I run and I bike. So um, mostly the training began on August 3rd when I left Portland and biked to, to uh, Eugene. <laughs> so, but I wasn't worried. I mean, I'd, I'd done a tour before about eight years ago. I, I biked from London to Gibraltar. Uh, I knew that at the end of the day, nothing really prepares you for what it's like to back 70 miles a day with a fully loaded bike you know it's gonna hurt and then body's gonna figure it out and you'll be fine so i just have to go with a lot of faith okay all right well congratulations because it took me months to train for the uh the age ride uh people are also asking um uh, and this is, I'll read one here. This is from Florence in Los Angeles. And Florence says, uh, how did you do this by yourself? You wouldn't ride by yourself um, in New York, would you? 
Uh, you said you had a writing buddy um, who is a musician. Did you two perform together? By myself, uh, I just I just did it, I guess. Um, I mean, Jared, my friend, he heard that I was doing this trip and was like, that sounds awesome. Can I come with you? And to be honest, I was a little reluctant because I was so like, I just wanted to do this by myself and make a big independent stand. But I was glad that he came for the first week because he was a great support. Um, we really helped each other get through the, the hardest hump. Um, but I, you know, I've always been a lone ranger and, and I've traveled a lot by myself and I find it an amazing way to, to explore the world because you meet so many people. Um, and people tell me, you know, I'm brave and I guess I am, but I can't think of that too much. Then that would make me think um, I'm doing something dangerous. So. <laughs> uh, she also wanted to know if you and Gerard uh, performed together along the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first three shows he joined me, so he's a bass player. So no, he didn't bike with his bass. I I arranged bases at each venue. <laughs> but you biked you biked with your ukulele and your loop pedals, didn't you? Yeah, I have I have my ukulele strapped to the top um, in a foam case, and my loop pedal is in my pannier and. Um, but actually, I've been nailing it every time I've had a few days between shows. I've nailed it down the road because it's so heavy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you often play with a, a, a ukulele? Yeah, when I do my solo shtick, um, I use ukulele. I play the piano, and I and I do a lot of vocal looping. That's one of my main my main instruments in a, in a strange way um, that I accompany myself with. Because, um, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I don't recall uh, hearing a ukulele on any of the songs in this new album. Was I just not listening closely enough? There's a ukulele on Satin Grey. Aha, uh -huh. okay. All right. But, you know, it's Which under... Not... Actually, no, yeah, ukulele in <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, the, the ukulele is, is now the, the go-to instrument for many bands, and a lot of people mm -hmm. are doing some great things with it. Uh, while you're in L.A., if you get a chance, uh, maybe you can check out what uh, Carolyn Cardoza does with the electric ukulele uh, when she accompanies uh, Irene Diaz on torch songs and jazz. So there's some interesting oh, nice. stuff happening there. Oh, yeah. Or, or look her up on the, uh, the Internet, Irene Diaz, and you'll see that the, okay. uh, the rhythm section is an electric ukulele on her jazz songs. Oh, amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, we have some more we have some more music to, to, to play here, but uh, we also have some more emails. So I want to uh, okay. uh, go to those. This is Jessica in San Francisco. And um, she wants to know, did you have very many breakdowns? I did the AIDS ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles and I had a flat tire every day. <laughs> Ooh. Oh no. Well, I know I was going to say emotional breakdowns or bike breakdowns. Um, neither. <laughs> Um, I have 200 miles to go, but so far I had one cry breakdown, but that was it. No, everything else has been smooth sailing. No flat tires? Not yet. I still have time. Don't jinx it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, whatever, whatever kind of lucky charm you have, you need to sell it. <laughs> because, yeah, uh, I've, been, I've been very lucky on this trip. A lot of angels are following me along. I guess so. All right. Uh, Ryan in Hollywood um, wants to know uh, if you had any support along the way. Um, any, and he also wants to know what kind of a bike do you have? And I'd like to know who's your friend there who's barking. I know. I'm sorry. I'll move away from the. 
No, that's um, quite all right. We have two dogs in the studio here, so we're quite used to it. Oh, great. Um, so what was the first question? Did I have any support? Yeah. Did you have any support with you? Um, well, yes and no. I mean, when Jared left, I was on my own. I mean, I mean, no, I, nobody's been, um, like I haven't had a SAG team or anything like that. Um, but I have found an unbelievable amount of support from people that I met along the way. Um, including for instance, when I was in the Mendocino area, I'd been riding for about 400 miles on a really bad knee by this point. I just strained, mm. strained it. And, um, and when I got to Mendocino, the person I was staying with um, actually offered me a ride down to the Bay Area so I could I could reach my my Petaluma engagement shrine, um, which was was a really big struggle for me because I felt like I was cheating. But also, like I probably would have had to cancel my whole trip had I ridden that extra hundred miles. So I've had a lot of support. People like even just the support from one man I met in Leggett who offered me a donut and some funny conversation like that, that got me to the next, the next place, you know? Um, so yeah. Nothing like, uh, carbs and sugar when you're, you're riding a bicycle. Uh, when you went down right. to, uh, to Petaluma, did you play at the big McNair theater there in old town? No, I actually played at the Carla ukulele headquarters. They, um, they gave me a little endorsement. Um, so I did a little video for them in office. Um, showcase yeah. and they gifted me a couple of beautiful instruments as well so so that was my petaluma stop wow and hopefully next you nail those yeah you know who promotes that one i'll, I'll play there next time <laughs> okay <laughs> we could talk about that uh offline uh it, it's yeah. a it's a wonderful old theater there in in, in old town yeah. in petaluma um and then uh ryan also asked what kind of a bike you have all right, I have a British bike called Condor, Condor Heritage. Um, they're an old British company that hand makes all their bikes. And I've had this, this bike for about 10 years and it's taken me through Europe and, and many other amazing places. It's red and very pretty. <laughs> okay. Um, Monica in New York City is asking a question that I actually was going to ask you. And this is, uh, since you were raised in a family with classical musicians, what drew you to jazz? And did you ever learn to play classical? Yeah, nice question. So, okay, I try and keep this short. So I have two older brothers, um, Ben and Simon, and they're both incredible musicians, film composer and an opera singer. And Simon, the middle brother, he used to love to croon to all the, the uh, real books. He used to sit in the music room and sing like a young Frank Sinatra. And one day he called me in and said, Joe, you want to sing this song with me? And it was a, a standard called Polka Dots and Moonbeams. So I learned it and I sang it with him and he was like, wow, you sound like Ella Fitzgerald. And I was like, who's that? I was like 11 years old at this time. And, uh, and then I discovered Ella and that was the beginning of my love affair with jazz. Um, but uh, did I learn classical music? Yes and no, not really. I was, I was the youngest of three kids, um, very precocious family, very high achieving. And as far as I was concerned, everyone else was kind of doing the music thing for me. I just wanted to go and play. Um, so really I came to like doing music in a formal way, very late. I did a fine art degree to begin and illustration. And then, um, and then, yeah, jazz was really the first thing that got my interest and, and also nobody else in my family was doing it. So finally I could be unique, um, in the music <laughs> world. So, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, before we get to the last song, um, I want to know, and a number of other people apparently want to know, what was the high point of your trip so far and what was the low point? So many high points. I would say that one one high point was probably between, well, the high point was when the tailwind set in between San, uh, San Francisco and, and where I am now um, down the coast. But uh, I was camping in Half Moon Bay um, about a week and a half ago, and I woke up. My tent was facing, I left the door open on my tent, and I, and I opened my eyes at about 7 o'clock in the morning, and out in the water were a whole of dolphins just leaping across the beach and um and i threw on a towel and i ran down to the water and i and i just i ran along the the shoreline as along with the dolphins and then when i ran out of steam and they disappeared into the distance i turned back and i see a humpback whale breaching right there and and then i got on my bike that day and i pedaled and this tailwind was with me and the hump there was a humpback whale traveled about 10 miles down the road um with me and it's just extraordinary to be on the road by myself with these creatures and this, this scenery. It's the most extraordinary feeling um, of freedom and, and real, it really makes you want to stay alive. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Well, you know, you're especially lucky because um, the dominant whale species along the California coast is the uh, California gray whale. We don't mm. see very many humpback whales, so you mm. uh, you had an unusual experience and a, and a wonderful experience. Well, we do have we are running out of time, so I do want to get mm -hmm. one last uh, one last song in. Um, this is rational thought, mm. which seems sort of odd after the last conversation. That's <laughs> okay. You know, the, the interplay between rationality and emotion is part of the, the yin and yang of being human. And it also, many mm -hmm. people say, is part of the contrast between male and female, which somehow I think that song emphasizes. There's a line in there that says, and you don't think to go because you go alone, which is kind of mm -hmm. clever wordplay with the line that comes right above it, but also seems to say that a man can leave. Am I over-rationalizing this or was that kind of going I think through your you mind? Are. I think you're over-rationalizing it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that song, well, it's a very, very specific story, but that song, that line, you don't think to go because you go alone, I guess it's just, just this, this idea of um, somebody really not thinking about anyone but themselves. Um, so they just do what the hell they like. Um, okay. Yeah, I was a little, 
I was a little angry writing that song. <laughs> um, yeah, a little. <laughs> um, you know, who, who would have known? Um, we've got uh, yeah. another email here from um, Ronaldo in San, San Luis Obispo again, uh, who wants mm -hmm. to know, when uh, do you arrive in Los Angeles? I arrive on the 6th of September, and I have a couple shows. Um, I have a show downtown at the Agave Room on the 8th, and that basically rounds up this tour. Is that downtown or is that in Fullerton? Oh, that's in Fullerton. Thanks. Yeah, which is 40 <laughs> miles away. I didn't want to oh, misdirect no. anybody. <laughs> yeah. Didn't want to misdirect anybody. Yeah. I'm just going to get there. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that's going to be probably the hardest part of your trip is, is getting from where you are out to Fullerton because you've got to deal with an urban no, environment. Okay. I'm going to get a ride. By the time I get to L.A., I'm there. I have to send my bike home, and then I'll get in the car. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. So, and uh, yeah. yeah. All right. And of course, your final stop in this tour is the Rockwood uh, Music Hall in New York City. And I, I knew you weren't going to ride your bike back there. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I live in New York, and so so that'll be a nice welcome home um, show. And then and then life continues. Okay. Well, life is yeah. going to continue here uh, with a break. But before we go, before we go on that break and say goodbye to you, I would like to uh, give you an opportunity to tell people where they can get your music and um, where they can follow your performances. Sure. So I think my website is probably the, the easiest. It's um, JoannaWalfish um, and you can find my music on the iTunes and Amazon. I have three records out, and uh, yeah, and all my dates are on my website too. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for stopping and, and uh, taking the time with us today. And I know you're busy and uh, I know that since you're on a bike, you've got a different time schedule than those of us who have cars, but I want to say good luck <laughs> in the last leg of your trip and no flat thank tires. You. Thank you. Thank you. Joanna Walk. Oh, have a great, have a great time. This is, in fact, you already have had a great time. Like I said, this, you've been really, really lucky on this, not lucky, but, uh, Angel has been watching you. Um, that's Joanna Walfish. Her album is Gardens in My Mind. You can get it, as she said, on iTunes and lots of other places. Uh, while you're there, pick up her debut album, Wild Swan, so you get the whole range of, of, her, of your music. And check out her Facebook page for pictures of the ride down the coast. Well, before we meet our next guest, I wanted to remind all the musicians and fans out there about uh, World Arts. In fact, I'm going to let World Arts remind you. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. Arts. We are members of World Arts here at Music Friday Live, so I want to make sure that you all know about it. It's a global music platform that connects artists and fans and brands and industry pros. 
World Arts offers bands, live performances, video shoots, recording sessions, master songwriting classes. Fans can even get new music. They can see intimate shows. They can meet their favorite artists. So if you're a band, a fan, or a member of the music industry, you should be part of World Arts. And something else we're also part of here is we're part of Stitcher, but I'm going to let Stitcher tell you about that. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we're back again. We're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. We would love to hear from you. We have been hearing from you. So you can continue to email us at uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, before we uh, we take our, 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 our next guests, uh, we're going to take a little side trip to Mexico for a kind of a one-minute uh, vacation. This is uh, from our sponsor, MySanFelipeVacation.org. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Boy, I wish I had a voice like that. <laughs> uh, San Felipe is an iconic beach paradise, and it's only six hours from Los Angeles. So uh, uh, you should go to my sanfelipevacation.com it's your one-stop shop to book a weekend or a week on the beach uh, and it's on the sea of cortez so as you just heard our last guest talk about seeing humpback whales and porpoises you can see them at san felipe too so go to my sanfelipevacation.com and put in the code mfl5 that's mfl5 and you'll get a five percent discount on your vacation remember my sanfelipevacation.com and the discount code is mfl5 for 5% off your rental. Well, cumbia is rapidly becoming a staple of American music. It seems like wherever I turn, whomever I listen to, pop, surfers, rockers, even metal bands, they're sneaking in a little cumbia. They're sneaking it into their music. And why not? This Colombian import that has woven itself into the music of Mexico is just plain fun. It's fun to dance to. It's fun to listen to. It, it's, it's great. And it plays well with everyone and every other genre. Locos Poriana knows 
better how to mix cumbia and other forms than just about anyone. And they know how to make people dance and be happy with their fusion. They've created a, and they call this island music. And they're here today to play some of that infectious music and to tell us how they mix this very powerful paper umbrella cap musical cocktail. Mark Kondrat and uh, Itawe, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hello. Are you there? Well, maybe they're not there. Uh, let, let's play one of their, their songs from their new album. This is Safeway La Luz, and we'll find them, okay? talk to our uh, our guests this afternoon uh, with the arrangement we had was uh, because they're in two different places and kind of separated around is that uh, their agent was going to uh, set up a conference call and we've done that a couple of times it, it has a tendency sometimes though to not work and in this case i don't think it did work uh so we're uh, my engineer over here is going to keep trying to see if we can um uh, get them on the phone but in the meantime that just gives us more time to listen to the music from uh, their their new upcoming album so you were just listening to safeway la luz uh and um that which is uh, a song that they've already recorded and, and released but now I want to play you The Cure, and The Cure is on an album that uh, will be released. So this is The Cure by Locos Poliwana. Sometimes we feel the vibe, you know. I'm so high, you know. This music. 
single piece of the weed. Let me break it up, roll it up, pump on a tree paper. Had the weed, are the greatest thing I ever put on the land and tap with the paper. Had the basis, we get Felix from West. Only I grade me go paper. I'm feeling so high. And that was uh, The Cure by Locos Poriana. And I think they're with us. Hi, guys. Are you here? Hey. Hey, how hey, you Patrick, doing, Patrick? Yeah. How you doing? We've been doing well. We've been listening to your music. You know, I mean, we can't do much better than that. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, oh, man, that's good. Thank, uh, you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for playing our music. We're really excited to be here with you and with everybody that's hearing us. Well, we uh, we, we, we played um, uh, uh, Safe well uh, La Luz, and we played The Cure. And I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, about the, the music here. When you put this band together, did you expect it would become as popular or influential and become part of the whole Cumbia revolution? Did you see that in the future? No, we never, we never did. We never thought about that. I mean, we, we thought about creating a group that, you know, do music a positive with that is making positive message, and uh, you know we always we always we always get happy when we create music. You know it's one of the biggest things that we we enjoy the most. You know, so this band started right after high school. You know when we graduated from high school, we said to each other, "Hey, let's get into let's practice, like do some music together." And and me, Mark, and Javier, we just started developing sounds without even noticing, you know. You know, one of the big biggest things is that we we had a lot of influences 
from where our parents come from because uh, we were raised, and some of us, we were born in the United States, but uh, our parents, they're from Colombia, so most of the time we were um, we were listening to that music a lot, but, you know, when we created it, we started just doing it in our own in our own vibe, you know. We never uh, try to follow uh, a specific rhythm from Colombia and everything. And and with that innocence, I think we created a sound that that is just re- it, it, it describes totally who's Locos for Juana. And and Locos for Juana is a, is a band of, of these kids of immigrants growing up in the United States and and also being influenced by by so many rhythms in the world and uh i mean you know being raised in the united states you get a little bit of jazz you get a little bit of hip-hop you you get a little bit of rock uh so we applied all those things to to all the music that our parents used to let us hear when we were little (laughs) um just a little program uh detail here since uh you're both male and have similar voices could I have each of you say hello to our audience and tell us uh, our, your name so they know who's speaking? Of course. This is this is Itawi. Um, I'm from Medellin, from Colombia, and I'm the singer of the band. Uh, happy Friday, music lovers. This is Mark, um, guitar player of the band. Um, uh, I was the one that Ita was referring to as being born in Miami, <laughs> but... My parents are both immigrants, and and they they blessed me with a lot of culture and and love for their their country as well as the one you know I live in now. So uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having us, Patrick. Well, thank thank you for being here. And just a, a quick question: I know the hurricanes are on the Gulf side of Florida, so so you're you're not having any weather problems, right? No, no, it's no, actually they, been beautiful. Yeah. Um, we had a little bit of rain a couple of days ago, but we we're lucky. It's we're praying for, you know, for everyone to be safe on the west coast. But we're on the east coast, you know. We're we're in right. the um, on the Caribbean side, so we we kind of made it through this. Okay. Uh, All right, because I did. We have storms. Okay. We have a couple of emails here from from guests who want to know if you're calling from a hurricane. I said, no, no, that's on the other side of the state. Well, Mark, <laughs> you're the guitarist. No, you're also you're also the music director. Now, most bands don't have music directors. Why does uh, your band have a music director? Um, well, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm the music director, like, um, as far as uh, the role is, was, is mine to, to have. It's more like um, on stage, you know, Itawi is kind of the one connecting with the audience, and I'm sort of the one connecting to the musicians. So I'm just letting everyone know what's going on. Um, Mr. Uh, Javier, who's not with us today, but but our drummer, he also does a, a lot of that. He helps me with a lot of that too. And um, and be, like with the three of us, we kind of uh, get together, you know, weekly or or a couple times a week to to come up with ideas. So everyone's on the same page. But it's kind of like the best, you know, the best bands and the best. Uh, machines are the ones that have, when every part knows its place and, and knows what, what their job is. So, you know, it's a pretty loose term, music director in this band, because there's so many great musicians in this band. Uh, you know, our percussionists is, and our horn players and, and, and our bass player, they're, they're all, they know what they're doing. So it's kind of like well, an easy job to say. 
<laughs> well, based on the on the music that we've been playing for our audience, you they certainly know what they're doing. They know how to make people dance and they make people yeah. happy. Um uh, uh Lue Luz, and pardon me, I don't speak Spanish uh, or a little, little bit. Uh, la Luz. Um, you collaborated with uh, Choco Kip Town on that. Um, how long have yeah. you been working together and what prompted that collaboration? Well, you know, Choco Town, Choco Town and us, uh, we've been, we will say family because, you know, we've know, known each other for a little bit while, you know, the first beginnings of Choco Town. And they were here in Miami. We collaborated with them in many shows and, and many things. So this collaboration is a is a is a is a long one that is it, we've been waiting for, and it just finally happened. And, and it's just a beautiful song. You know, this song is the rhythm of the song is 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 a rhythm called Chande, and the Chande is a rhythm from Barranquilla, which it's the rhythm that they use in carnival, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those rhythms that is a happy rhythm, it's a smooth rhythm. And basically bringing Chucky down to the song was unifying uh, the Caribbean coast with the Pacific coast, two different coasts, two different places uh, in many ways, and, and, and the people and the culture, even though we're in Colombia, it's two different places, two different regions. But with this song, we united those two regions together. And uh, it was just a beautiful experience. Uh, we just recorded the video. We did the video in Barranquilla and the birthplace of Cumbia, where the Cumbia was born. And uh, we went over there. We recorded this, the video. And it, it's just a beautiful, beautiful video. It's going to come out on September 15th. And it, it's, it's basically a movie. You know, you're gonna, you, everybody's going to enjoy it. It's, they're going to see the diversity and, and, and the colors and the, the people, the food, everything around what, what surrounds Barranquilla and what surrounds Colombia. So it's just a beautiful uh, song that it talks about when the lights, uh, when the lights go off, you know, there's, there's no time for, for sadness, you know, there's just time for happiness. It doesn't matter what happens, what, what, you know, what you feel. If you have, uh, a little time for a smile or if you have a little time to be happy it's always good to be like that you know so so this is why basically this song talks about it's, a, it's an uplifting song that uh, talks about having a good time and and being you know move move forward to doing things you know well you've got um, uh, a new album coming out in fact i understand you're putting the finishing touches on it now caribe coming out October 7th. Uh, do you have plans for the album release party or will there be an album release tour? Yes, it's gonna, we're going to do a, an album release tour. You know, we, uh, we're working in Copo. We got like uh, in the East Coast, we got uh, four parties. We got one party in Miami. We got one in New York, one in Philadelphia, and, and one in Washington. We're also planning to do these, these same releases in release parties in the West Coast, one in LA, one in San Francisco, one in San Jose, and one in San Diego. So we're working, working forward, you know, towards that. And, 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 you know, and, and, you know, we're really excited. We, we, this album is, is such an amazing album. We got an amazing lineup of, of collaboration with this album. We got, um, Chucky Town. We got Talib Kuali. We got, uh, uh, Rocky Dawuni, Ojos de Brujo from Spain. 
we got uh, Jorge Villamizar from Basilo. We got um, uh, Dispatch from Boston. So wow. An amazing uh, lineup of collaborations in this album that uh, people are definitely gonna well, gonna enjoy and love this album from the top to the end. You know, uh, everybody looking... that's, been here, that's been hearing the album, we get an amazing response. You know? Well, we're going to play a, a little bit of that album. We, actually, we played one song, but let's let's play uh, Mueve Mueve from that album because uh, it's so much fun. definitely uh <laughs> makes you move right uh yeah, that's so high yeah. energy and it's so much fun and like i said the title says it moves but i was listening very carefully to the percussion in there and is that a drum kit and a bongos or is there more in there yeah. you got you got you, we well we use we use drum kit we use uh 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 bongos and we use uh congas and we use timbales so we use the whole full uh, Latin percussion. We got timbales, congas, bongos, and, and you know drum set, and you know the 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 Latin percussion in, in itself. You know. Okay. All right. So I hit nailed that one. Well, we we're running out of time, but we have time for just one more song, and it's it's the right song to uh, end on because this is feeling good. We're gonna have a good time. Don't, don't, don't. Making everybody feel so good. Making everybody feel so good. 
Well, I would say that that is almost your signature song because that is exactly what you guys do. You you make you feel good, and it's so addictive. It's almost as good as coffee as a way to start the day, right? Um, well, I, I unfortunately, as much as uh, well, you know, I, uh, we could start with a cup of coffee and that song, and that will that would make sure that the day goes really well, right? Okay, we are unfortunately we are out of time, uh, but first of all. What is a good way for people to get their music? How would you prefer that they get your music? Well, everybody can go, man, it's really easy. Everybody can go to the website, you know, www.locosforjuana.com. You can get all our information there. And then also Mark is going to tell you our social media where you can find us. Yeah, okay. you can go to the website, locusforjuana.com, or you can go to uh, Facebook, Locus for Juana, Instagram, Locus for Juana, Twitter, Locus for Juana. And uh, the latest single is out now on iTunes. It's out now on uh, Spotify. It's, it's going to be pretty much available anywhere you can stream or buy music. So yes. if the last case, you can't find it there. Just Google Locus for Juana, and I promise you, mm-hmm. you'll get all the links you need. You will don't, okay. forget, don't forget the name. Everybody, yeah, and everybody remember September 15th is the release official of the video of the Fue La Luz. You can get it uh, on billboard.com. You can go in there and you're going to see this video. And also to everybody that's listening to us, October 7th, write it down, mark it down. October 7th is the official release, worldwide release of Caribe. Everybody's going to be able to get the CD that day, October 7th, Friday, October 7th. You know what? October 7th is a Friday, and maybe we could have you guys on for a couple of minutes just to remind people of that. We have a little place on the show where musicians come on and for three minutes uh, tell us about their latest releases. So uh, we'll have to talk about that. And uh, we also, your the uh, September 16th uh, release date, uh, or actually September 15th. 15th. uh, Yeah, we're on, uh, of course, the next day. We're on the air the next day do a little shout out but for the but right now we have to uh say goodbye and i want to say first of all i want to thank you so much for taking the time to be to be with us today no thank you so much patrick thank you so much for for giving us this amazing space and and we want to shout out to everybody have an amazing beautiful friday enjoy everybody this friday everybody that's listening to us thank you so much for listening to this amazing show and thank you so much for giving us a little space in your heart to listen to our music. We hope you the best, and and this is Locus for Juana wishing wishing you nothing but the best, you know. Okay, all right. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan. You like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds. You'll get real time updates on our guest. Our producer is Lars. Jason Bartlebin. Intern is Angeline Serrano. Have a great musical weekend. Okay, guys. Thank you so much, and. Um, Pam, I'll send you some contacts.